Welcome to On the Rise Baker's Journals podcast. And I'm lucky to have with me uh, three of Caldic's uh, experts in the fields of immune boosting ingredients and gut health. And with me today is Larissa Lopez de Leon, Kate Tomic, and Michelle Amiot. Today with me, we're going to talk about what Caldic has to offer to bring gut health to the consumer. Now is the time for a lot of bakers to consider promoting healthy or even just better for you products. So, Kate, uh, Tomic, would would you care to discuss what we can offer a baker? Sure, that'd be great. We have um, a number of different ingredients through Caldic um, that can help with gut health as well as immune boosting, um, whether it's our fruit and vegetable powders, matcha powder, um, some different fibers, as well as protein blends. So many different ingredients that we can uh, go into, and Larissa and Michelle can can chat a little bit more in detail about those. Okay, and uh, Larissa, would you like to talk a little bit about what what is gut health? Well, um, when we say gut, we are referring to the digestive system. So there is a natural microflora of organisms that reside in our gut. Some are beneficial and essential than others. When we say gut health, it refers to the balance of these microorganisms, making sure that the harmful organisms do not overproliferate and outgrow the beneficial and essential ones. So bakers can facilitate gut health by creating fiber-enriched products. So there are many different fibers that are available in the market that also Caldic offers. And uh, Michelle, what, what sort of fibers would be, I guess, most beneficial for a baker to highlight, uh, you know, could you talk about what, uh, how, how a baker could help facilitate that gut health a bit? Uh, yeah, sure. So prebiotic fibers are a really great option for um, enriching baked products with fiber. So they're basically non-digestible carbohydrates um, that act as a food source for the beneficial microbes in our gut. So it helps the beneficial microbes multiply and proliferate so that they can outgrow sort of the harmful bacteria. So that's one great um, option for fiber enrichment, but there's also soluble and insoluble fiber sources, which play a really key role in uh, gut health. And we have lots of different fibers available, um, like oat bran, psyllium husk fiber, which is some option. That's really interesting. I've also uh, heard some mention about something called interleukin-4, something um, that contains 90% dietary fiber. Can you talk a little bit about that? Studies show that soluble dietary fiber causes increased production of anti-inflammatory proteins. Mm -hmm. So the fibers, Mm -hmm. so this would help um, stimulate the body's infection-fighting cells and help the body recover from infection faster. Now, for a baker's point of view, yeah. uh, what sort of applications would this be in, for instance? Could they put it into croissants or like pastry, or would it work better, say, in breads or uh, cake-type applications, something a little denser? Uh, fiber can go into a lot of different applications because there's so many different fiber sources available. So let's say in something like a sweet good, like a muffin, uh, you could use something like a prebiotic fiber, which provides some sweetness as well as fiber source. Um, it also has humectant properties, so it will help um, with shelf life as well. That could be used in any sweet goods, muffins, um, cookies, cakes. Uh, something like bread could use like a 
a dry form fiber source, let's say inulin, for example, um, which won't have too much effect on like on the dough, but will still provide um, a source of fiber. So there's lots of different options and ways to fortify baked goods with fiber. If a baker wanted to highlight this uh, probiotic or uh, more this high dietary fiber, what sort of labeling could they give it that would still be safe? Because obviously they can't put claims that it's, you know, it reduces things, but would they say something like um, contains a, a, you know, a daily source of fiber or what sort of words could they use to reach, uh, say, a health conscious consumer? So they can actually, um, depending on the level of the fiber that they've added in the product, so per serving, there is the regulations around it that they can do. So if they have about two grams of fiber per serving, say for instance, a piece of bread, a serving reference size would be 50 grams, um, they can um, claim a source of fiber. If it's about um, four grams, it could be a good source or a high source of fiber, and then six grams would say excellent source of fiber. Um, now, as a lot of people who are coming out of a pandemic, they're very concerned about their health, um, but also a little stressed. And I was rather interested to uh, learn about the properties of matcha. Apparently it has stress uh, re reduction uh, capabilities. It apparently adds healthful attributes. Michelle, would you be able to talk a little bit about some of the attributes of matcha as an ingredient? Sure. Um, matcha green tea powder is one of the highest natural sources of antioxidants found in food. Um, and like you said, it's also considered an adaptogen, which means it has uh, stress-reducing properties. So it helps your mind stay calm. Um, it helps relax your body, which in turn reduces stress. It's pretty high in caffeine, but it doesn't come with any of the sort of jitters and crashes that you would get with coffee. So yeah, for all of those reasons, matcha tea is really gaining um, a lot of traction lately and becoming more popular. Okay, that's, that's definitely an interesting sort of addition. For instance, a lot of people are looking for some sort of functional ingredient that would give them a reason, or maybe I should say an excuse to eat pastry or, or sweets like muffins mm -hmm. and cakes. Uh, now, what about, um, I guess, the right ingredient mix? How can Caldic help a bakery uh, provide the right ingredient mix for a certain bakery? I think it can be very intimidating for bakeries to start looking at immune boosting or gut health. Um, it's, there's a lot of ins and outs involved. There's a lot of technical information involved. So I think that first off is the most intimidating part for bakeries. Um, at Caldic, we can offer both solutions, whereas for technical support, as well as our R&D product development, um, not only with our amazing R&D team, but all of the um, support that we have through our principal suppliers. So whether it's BC foods for fruits and vegetables, um, to, to increase your vitamin C, or if you're looking at the matcha green tea, Aoi matcha powder is fantastic, and they've got an amazing team of scientists ready and available to uh, work with our customers on increasing um, antioxidants in their pro products. Um, for dietary fiber, we work very closely with Ingredion. We are, uh, they are one of our principal suppliers. Uh, Nutriflora, again, is a fantastic prebiotic fiber. For protein at Caldic, we offer the Caldic protein, vegan protein bakery blend, 
um, that's been specifically developed to increase your protein in your products uh, around the amino acid profile. It's got a PDK of 0.93 and a PER of 2.32, um, which is a great source of essential amino acids. So again, working with our R&D team, as well as the scientists at all of our principal suppliers, um, we can help you uh, help eliminate the intimidation from developing immune boosting or gut health products. Now, what if um, a bakery has a very special, very private recipe, or they're very protective of their own proprietary recipes? Is How can they communicate to that? Would they have to give up their personal recipe mm -hmm. uh, in order to work with someone at Caldic? Um, not necessarily. We have many different ways of working with our um, customers on custom formulations developed just for them. A lot of times we will sign NDAs, um, so non-disclosure agreements that protect the customer's formula. And we can then, if they're comfortable, they can share their formula with us knowing that it's not going to go anywhere else. Um, and we can really dive down into the product and develop the perfect product for their bakery and it just allows them the confidence that their product and their formulation is secure. Okay, now so far we've talked about fiber um, and uh, matcha. Are there any other ingredients that you can recommend that would promote, uh, if not gut health, immune, uh, have something that would boost the immune systems of any consumer? We also have developed our Caldic Vegan Bakery Protein Blend. So this is a blend of proteins for enrichment based on pea, fava, and gluten. Because we know that um, proteins are the building blocks of our muscles and like any tissues for repair. So amino acids in the proteins um, would be uh, helping our body cells, including the cells that power our immune system. So with the Caldic uh, Vegan Bakery Protein Blend, um, our customers can um, enrich their products with uh, protein in this way. And um, because most of um, our customers now are looking for um, plant-based or vegan. So this is the product that we offer to them. That's wonderful. Um, now, if any consumer had a question or if a potential bakery wanted to reach out, I'd uh, suggest to any of our listeners to reach out to info at caldic.ca. So that's C-A-L-D-I-C dot C-A, or even through LinkedIn at Caldic Canada, all one word. My next question would be about uh, better for you sort of products. Uh, for instance, how could a bakery make a move to more plant-based proteins? For instance, you mentioned pea flour. Um, are there any other ingredients that uh, a, a bakery could add that would uh, still give it a plant-based protein aside from pea flour? So there's lots of different ingredients that are available for um, plant-based protein enrichment. Uh, pea protein would be one of them, but there's also uh, rice protein, fava bean protein. Uh, for if it's a bakery product that has gluten in it, you can also use um, gluten because it's quite high in protein. Uh, so like Clarissa kind of mentioned earlier, it's the challenge with plant-based proteins is that they're often lacking in one or more essential amino acids. So it's most it's very important to look at the um, amino acid breakdown of each protein and 
use the combination of proteins that will help get um, that right distribution of amino acids. Um, so it's really important that, um, that bakers do research on the ingredients that they're thinking of using and making sure it meets all their requirements. Let's say they have um, a gluten-free or an organic product, making sure that the ingredients they've selected meet those requirements. Um, and then finally to test them to make sure the flavor is acceptable, the texture, all of that. Great. And um, my last question, uh, do these products drastically change the taste or the flavor of a finished bakery product? Yeah, so it really depends on the application and what ingredients are being used. Uh, so for example, if a, if a customer is wanting to add um, fruit or vegetable powders as a natural fiber source um, and also a natural source of vitamins and minerals, that might have a beneficial effect on the product. It will add vibrant color, um, some flavor, which would be considered a positive. Um, but there's also some ingredients that are healthy that might not have such a positive effect. Um, let's say protein powders, which can sometimes have a drying effect or they might um, lead to some grittiness. But there's lots of ingredients available to help minimize those um, negative effects. And so in the end, with some testing, some different combinations of ingredients, you can you can end up with a very high quality product um, that has nice texture and flavor. Well, thank you again. Uh, with me today were Larissa Lopez de Leon, Kate Tomic, and Michelle Amiot from Caldic Canada. And again, if anyone has any questions, they can reach out to Caldic Canada. This was another episode of On the Rise today with Caldic Canada. <music>